So a reminder, the Siddur snippets are dedicated in honor of Rafua Shlema for Adol Basal Tachayah should have a speedy and complete Rafua Shlema. Continuing with Birchos HaShachar, we are uh, towards the end. And uh, to get, today we're going to group together two brachos. The brach of Ozei Yisrael Begvura and Oter Yisrael Besifara. Because both according to the Taz and the Gra, these two brachos have something in common that's an exception to the other brachos of Birchos HaShachar. And that is, both of these brachos include the word, it's not a trick question, there's only one word that overlaps, there's three words in each bracha, Yisrael, Ozer Yisrael Begvura, and Oter Yisrael Besifara. Why do they both reference Yisrael? So the Taz and Gra both explain, because the theme of these two brachos, in contradistinction to the brachos we've said until now, are not universal themes. Until now, the notion of our capacity to see and to be mobile and to be able to walk and to not sink into quicksand and to have the capacity to put one foot in front of the other, all the things that we've thanked Hashem for until now are universal expressions of gratitude, universal things that we're appreciative of and feel blessed for. But these two things are specific, they are unique to the Jewish people. Not from the perspective of we are blessed and others are not, but from the perspective of responsibility or obligation. These are mandates or calls for a higher transcendent way of living and way of life. And they are part of the way we begin our day. Part of how we wake up in the morning is to remember the responsibility and the obligation of Ozer Yisrael Begvura and Oter Yisrael Besifara. So what do these two brachos mean? First one, Ozer Yisrael Begvura means Kodesh Baruch Hu girds Israel with might. What do you think about when you say that bracha? Ozer Yisrael, he girds you with might. Again, many in this room have been saying this bracha for many years, for many decades. We might as well understand what we're saying. The Rambam in Hilchus Tefillah, in the seventh parak, based on the Gemara and Brachos, Dav Samach says this bracha was instituted when putting on one's belt. You put on your belt, we've said several times, each of these birchos ha-shachar were originally instituted in association with an action, with a behavior. So, we had getting dressed mal bisharumim. We had asali kotsarki when you put on your shoes. And ozer Yisrael bigvura is when you put on your belt, when you put on your belt around your waist, you make a bracha, Hashem gives us gvura. He girds us with gvura. What does this mean? Why do we wear a belt? Well, the simple answer is to hold our pants up. But the truth is, if your pants are not at risk of falling down, why do you need to wear a belt? Even if you're wearing suspenders, which are going to hold your pants up, but halachically, you need to wear a belt or a garment or undergarment with elastic around your waist. Why? Because the Gemara says, In order to create a mechitza, we walk around all day with a mechitza, with a barrier, to remind us of the difference between our upper half and our lower half. We're not in denial, we don't reject the animal component of our soul. We have a nefesh bahami, we have an animal soul. We don't reject the notion that we both enjoy and we're drawn to the physical pleasures of this world. However, we pledge that our upper half is disciplined, our upper half is supreme, our upper half reigns sovereign over our lower half. So the lower half of the body that represents the world of drive and temptation and distraction, the lower half of the body which is about appetite and physical pleasure, we wear a belt, we create a separation, Ozei Yisrael Begvura. Because what is Gvura? Ezehi Gibor. HaKovesh is Yitzro. The definition of being a Gibor, Gvura is, 
the capacity to control ourselves. We have an animal instinct. We have an animal impulse. We have an animal drive. We want to look at things and say things and go places and listen to things and cut corners in life. We have an animal drive and an animal instinct. That's our lower half. Our upper half, which stretches towards the heavens. An animal walks on all four because an animal is correct, connected to the ground. An animal is connected to the earthly, physical, material world. But a human being walks on two legs because we're always striving heavenward. We're growing. We're reaching for the stars. So our lower half has an instinct and an impulse. We have an animal in us. But it's our upper half which reigns supreme. And when we pledge that our upper half will control our lower half, that's why we wear a belt. Hashem, you gave me capacity. I am not somebody who lacks control. I don't have to be compulsive. I don't excuse myself by saying that I have to behave that way. Part of how I wake up in the morning is by making a bracha. Hashem, you give me the strength and capacity to be a gibor. And whenever I tighten my belt, when I put my belt on, literally, I think about the separation, the barrier between my lower half and my upper half, and I pledge for my upper half to control my lower half. That we live in a world where we can make havdalah, ben kodesh l'chol. We know the difference. We're living in a world that says there are no differences. Everything is blended together. Nothing is holy. Nothing is profane. <coughs> but we, the Jewish people, know how to live with a sense of havdalah. And Hosea Yisra Begvura is our commitment to be mavdil, to see the difference between our top half and our lower half. And the next bracha, Hosea Yisra Besifara, who crowns Israel with glory, is consistent with the exact same theme. If Hosea Yisra Begvura is talking about physical modesty, our capacity to live with self-control, discipline, sovereignty, with physical modesty and humility, then the next bracha, Hosea Yisra Besifara, speaks about intellectual modesty. When was this bracha recited? Gemara tells us, you put something on your head. A yarmulke. A Jew covers their head. We don't walk around with a coma zakufa. We don't walk around with a sense of arrogance. I've arrived. My ego. I'm all accomplished. I'm almighty. I'm successful. But just like we have a barrier, we wear a belt to separate our lower half from our top half, we also wear something on top of our head to separate us from the heavens. To realize there's a machitza. There is a ceiling. Everyone wants to break through ceiling. There's certain ceilings we don't break through. We know there's a Ribbon Shalom and he controls the universe. He's infinite, omnipotent, omniscient, and we are finite and we are limited. Gemara Shabbos, Kuf Yerches tells us you can't walk to Al-Adamas without your head covered. How do we get Yira Shamayim? By covering our head. When we feel something sitting on top of our head, we feel it weighing on our head, we know there's someone, something above us. What clothing is for the body, the yarmulke is for the mind. It is an expression of modesty and humility. As clothing is a reflection of a sense of shame, of modesty, of humility of the body, the limits of the body, and to whom we expose and who has access, so too the yarmulke or the head covering are the limitations of the mind. That we don't think that we are competing with Hashem in the heavens. That there's a barrier between us and Hashem. It's a mechitza. So these two brachos, they go together. Both are reinforcing a sense of modesty, the capacity for self-control. One in the physical realm and the other in the intellectual realm. But both reflect that we're prepared to recognize our place and our limitations and to carry ourselves with an aspiration to achieve gvura. 
that we can have self-control and that we will live this day ahead with a sense of discipline.